Welcome to a Catalyst for Change podcast, where we are a catalyst to inspire compassion among people, promote collaboration with leaders, and build capacity for programming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Catalyst for Change show. I am thrilled to be with you today. My name is Lisa Rowe, and I have the privilege of serving as the CEO for Support After Abortion. Support After Abortion hosts this show because we believe in order to end the demand for abortion, we must heal those who need healing. Uh, We serve men and women who are struggling after abortion. We help leaders better understand how to share the good news that there is hope and healing after abortion. And I'm here with a new opportunity that Support After Abortion has entered into, and that is helping to create a shift, a paradigm shift around the impacts of abortion through the play Viable. And today, the lead star joins me today, Giselle Gathing. She is Judy in the play. Welcome, Giselle. I'm so glad you're with us. Thank you, Liz. I'm so happy to be here today. Uh, tell us a little bit about you and your journey to becoming an actress, and, and then we'll dive into the viable piece. Well, I, you know, I, I always say that I'm blessed to use both sides of my brain. Uh, I'm a techie. On, on one side, I'm an engineer, but the other side is an artist and, and creative and creative. Uh, I've, I've always been in theater and in music since I was very small. My father was a photographer, so he started me early um, having a love of, of being in front of the camera. And that was when we were in New York City. And so, uh, you know, the past just led where we came to this opportunity with this fabulous work called Viable. and. Quite frankly, I wasn't going to try out for this piece. I, I, I wasn't interested. Uh, the people that were coming to me, I was like, eh, I don't know about it, but I was just truly led to do this piece. And so when we met with John, who is the, the director and, and writer of the show and started talking about the dialogue and looking at all the different things within this piece, that's a journey to peace, a journey to restoration, a journey to wholeness. It's just such a powerful, dynamic piece. I just had to be a part of it. Uh, And you play a profound role in this play. And people can only really grasp it unless they see it. And even seeing it digitally is different than seeing it in person. When I saw you on the Capitol steps in Jefferson City, I mean, I could just, you embody the motions and all things that your character portrays. It's amazing. It, it is, it's, it's a privilege and, and it's been an, an honor to, to I always tell John, sleep with Judy and get to know her. I believe everyone in life has pain and experiences that can get us stuck if we don't move to, to what's next into our, into our purpose and into our um, destiny. And so this is definitely a, a moment, an, an event mm-hmm. that, um, that got not just her stuck, but her husband, her family, everything got from not dealing with what she went through um, concerning abortion. Yeah, so go further for us without giving it away. Um, When you say Judy got stuck, what what is the stickiness there? And what's the um, the whole play about? Well, the play is about uh, Judy and her husband, George, and a family, they have a daughter, and it's about her coming to terms with and recognizing a choice she made 
uh, many years ago that has impacted the family forward until this time where she acknowledges and deals with it. And I love the different places where the pain interjects itself in the storyline. And the reason why Support After Abortion really enjoys partnering with Viable is because what we're learning is that oftentimes the word abortion comes with a political stigma or a religious stigma, and we miss the whole human issue of abortion. We miss it. And your character in Viable really um, like brings it to light. And so what kind of emotions did you have to sleep with, so to speak, to get to <laughs> get to know Judy? Because there's there's a lot of them. You know, I share I shared with John that even getting to know this character had me dig up and deal with and and acknowledge and and wrestle with and uh, release uh, various pain and inexperiences that I had in my life. And I, I can't imagine an individual having to carry continuously that type of energy, that type of pain, that type of disappointment. That it's it's, it is, it's wearing, it's tiring, even, even in doing the show, when the show is done and, and we're in the come down and everything from it, it is when the performance is what I know it's supposed to be, I'm worn out because it's though carrying those type of emotions and, and even welling them up is a, it's, it's weighty, it's heavy. It's heavy. And, and so, you know, not only thinking about the things that I've been through uh, pain wise and different experiences myself, but even entering her world and purposing to get an understanding of what it is that she's been carrying, why she can't release it, um, why she would purpose to rather live in denial than go for healing. Uh, the, the, the different thought processes that she has that makes her think if I do this then people are going to judge me with this if I do this rather than going from the inside out and dealing with whatever was necessary for her to heal and you know this healing didn't just impact her it impacted her marriage it impacted her family and so when I think about um, families that have experienced or gone through abortion have not had the difficult, hard conversations, haven't talked to uh, the children, young people, you know, and that's a weight, it, that's very weighty. And it's it's cumbersome and it's painful. And, and, and the freedom that she ends up experiencing in releasing that weight, I have to imagine that's what it feels like for, for men, for women, for family members that have the conversation that may be hard to have, but, but the, the love and the restoration and everything that follows is so important and so necessary that we, we can't act like these difficult conversations and particularly in the church do not need to be had. We, we have to be that healing balm and that place where people can safely talk about the things they've gone through and be able to be redeemed and restored and healed. So powerful. And it's all depicted through a creative measure that allows it to not be this dialogue or a preaching session or a political leader speaking on their views. This is about a real life experience. Like you said, those real emotions, the real disasters that are caused by keeping secrets and carrying shame for decades, right? 
And John says this well, and I'd love for you to speak to church leaders. So what if a church leader is watching and says, you know, I've seen Bible and it was impactful, but I'm not sure I'm ready to bring this to my church. What would you say to them? I would say, I would say you, you can't not be ready. <laughs> I would, I would say that we have, there are people in your congregation that need this, that you aren't even aware. I found out a friend of mine that I've been friends with for over 30 years. I mean, for over 30 years, I've been friends with her. And after she saw this, um, a, a couple of weeks back, she, she just felt the freedom to be able to express and share with me that she'd been through abortions. And I had no idea. We had never had this conversation, never talked about it. And in and, and saying that she knows I'm not a place of judgment for her, she knows I'm not a place of, of you know, saying anything bad. She'd have nothing but support from me, but this artistic piece helped her uh, deal with this and be able to verbalize the fact that, you know, at the age of 13, 14 years old and these different things that started happening that I had never before heard her share with me. And, and you know, when she shared it, um, there was no, you never told me that it was just, this is that space for you. So you can't afford not to deal with these, these difficult conversations in the congregation because I would say the church cannot go forward and be the vehicle of, of love and healing and restoration and the, the vehicle of power that we are created to be until we start having the real type of Jesus conversations in, in, in um, non-condemning, in love, but in truth that we need to have because people are hurting. Amen, sister. And so you guys have told us that you can show up anywhere, literally, as long as there's good lighting and sound. So yes. If a church has a front area, uh, we can we can bring viable to that church and Absolutely. invite friends. Uh, say more about that because you guys are super flexible. Well, in in Chicago, that's crazy. You're talking about this because in Chicago, when we were there, the stage we were on was literally six by eight feet. There there was there was there was very little room to to to, to move and do certain things, and so we always go where we're performing to be able to check out and see what we're working with and dealing with. But the show was amazing. It was very impactful. There were a lot of young people there and we even had breakouts afterwards with parents, you know, talking about how do we have these conversations with our teens? How do we talk about this? What do we, and you know, there's a phrase, there's a phrase that I often use, John, you know, I'm like, you know, Jesus is pro-life and pro-choice. He, 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 he's pro-life because he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. And he's pro-choice because he wants us to choose even him. And so we, we have to take this out of the political arena that it purposes to, to be in because this is a, this is a love, this is a life, this is a, a, a church issue. To be able to, and our, our job is to set the table and put the food there for people to eat. It is not our job to force things down people's throat. It's not our job to judge them. It is our jobs to know that they have the righteous truth in front of them and then let God do the rest. And we know that with 1 million abortions happening every year, and I want people to hear 50% of those 1 million abortions are being done on somebody who's already had an abortion. 
this play not only helps to educate people about the impacts of abortion before maybe they make that first decision, but it starts the conversation like your girlfriend after 30 years, after three months, after six years, whatever it is, it helps to say, look, it might be socially acceptable to have an abortion in our country right now. And maybe people are talking about it in your realm, but likely they're not. And so we're going to break the silence and we're going to start sharing the truth. And we believe at support after abortion, that if people hear the truth and can start those conversations and get the healing that they need, those people won't go back for that second, third, fourth abortion. And Giselle, as you, you play Judy in, in viable, we know that this is a family issue. Right. And so if if we're not speaking to the family unit and helping pass down a healthier generational pattern of behavior around abortion, what are we going to do? We're we're not going to end the demand for abortion. It's going to keep happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and, and again, and again, this is, this is a life issue and we're talking about life and life more abundantly. So, you know, we're, 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 we're talking about not just and not just a, an immediate family issue. We've had people that have come to the production that were uncles and aunts and various different things that were angry with sisters or brothers or different things because because this happened. And, you know, again, this this conversation may not be an easy one, but it's one that can be had. It's one that can be done. And it's one that that we must address and deal with that as, as we peel back the onion of various different issues that that we deal with familiar wise and, and even in the church we have the church has to be that place to have these conversations it has to be the safe place it has to be the place um of, of resource even from a standpoint of this is where you want to go for information this is where who you want to talk to this is who will support you and and it can't be the place of shame and um judgment that oftentimes people feel like it is whether you're dealing with abortion, addiction, depression, whatever it is that's being dealt with. It needs to be that place where people feel free to come and be safe. Oh, and I love that you just said that because we offer celebrate recovery in our churches. We offer grief counseling in our churches, marriage support, anything, name it, but we're not offering that abortion piece. We're not offering the conversation. We're not offering the healing. We're not, we're not breaking the silence. So I love that you've brought that to the forefront. Um, I'd like to pivot into talking about your fellow actor and actress um, counterparts, because I want to move into how influential you all are together. Can you share a little bit about who they are and their roles? It would such be my pleasure. So Kimberly Jackson plays the counselor uh, in this particular piece. She's a, she is from Greenville, South Carolina. She is fantastic. She is wonderful in uh, this, this particular role. It just fits her so beautifully. And, and Scott Braxton plays George, my husband. He's from, from California. Uh, And I mean, you know, he just so embodies what it must be like for a husband that truly loves his wife and loves his family to stand and go through this experience with not, without even knowing what it's coming from. So, you know, the, the, our, our ensemble is just really, it's just really great. It's, it's, it's very, we become very tight knit. Uh, and, and, and we even have the different difficult conversations within the ensemble because of course there are things that we do and don't agree on around the, the topic of abortion politically and, 
and and you know from from a standpoint of of, of church and all of these different things. So, you know, we have even, we even grow in this journey as we go forward to different places and do this show. And, you know, we, we do, we feed off of one another and are able to, to, uh, to build this, this message into being what, you know, it needs to be um, in the ensemble cast. And of course, with John, uh, with the direction and the writing, he always tells everyone, you know, the Holy Spirit wrote this through him, which is awesome and it's great. You know, I always tell him you were still the tool, you're the vessel. He chose you. So it so you know, accept that this is this is your thing and God gave it through you. And I and I really see some this is something that not only affecting the US, but this is something that could be worldwide, depending on the different things we're seeing around life. I know there are different initiatives in the UK and various other places. So I just this is a this is a non-threatening uh, vehicle for even though we may have many in the audience, you're dealing with an audience of one taking this in and, and experiencing and dealing with according to their life situation, what they may have been through or have not been through and processing this. Mm, so good. And I love that. And we're even speaking Broadway over Viable because how awesome would it be able to, to have that opportunity to Absolutely. make this you know, on a bigger platform. Oh yeah. One one thing you didn't share that I want to bring to light is that every one of the members of this cast are African American. We are. And I asked John when when he first introduced Viable to me, I said, is, was that intentional? He said, not at all. But what I found as we begin to talk about Viable is that your skin color, Giselle, and your colleague's skin color is going to be able to speak to Black America in a way that I don't think the world has ever even thought about. Um, can you say more? We've never had this conversation, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, I think I think we can I think we can speak to diverse American. I'm hoping, particularly uh, with with the Catholic Church, that that we are are able to speak to Latinos and 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 all the different, you know diversities of what this is, because even if English is not your native language and you do not, perhaps you don't understand, it's like music. When you see this on stage, you will know what's going on. And this is definitely, you know, being um, being a part of predominantly African-American church and being part of, of integrated uh, churches, having lived abroad, the, the, the conversations and the ways that, that things are handled oftentimes in the African-American church are, are a bit different. And it's definitely a conversation that needs to be broached and had. And, and I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to having the opportunity to have uh, the discussions on, on things like this for the African-American church, the African-American community. And, and, and the brown community, the, the, the yellow Asian communities, all, all the different diverse backgrounds that Viable will be able to speak to. That's so good. And, and I definitely want to echo that the Viable can speak to any population. It, it just has this unique connection to more of an ethnic mm -hmm. call because you, you identify immediately to those that look like you. And so uh, I can't wait to see all that's to come as we continue to partner together. Uh, Giselle, can you tell our listeners where they might go to learn more about Viable and get connected with us? If you want to learn more about Viable, please go to viableplay.org. 
That's all one word, BiblePlay.org. And you can uh, see all the different informations on Bible and where our performances, our upcoming performances are that will be taking place. Our next performance is going to be June 24th at the National Right to Life opening dinner theater in Washington, D.C. So if you go to our page, you're able to, to go there, get tickets, uh, come to the show. You don't we, we would love to, for you to participate in the National Right to Life uh, weekend and all the different events that they have coming up. But if you just want to come to see the show, you can also do that. Oh, that's awesome. And for additional shows on our website, we've created a separate link for Viable because we are, like we talked about, partnering with you to create opportunities for some of our partners to showcase the creative way to articulate abortion through Viable. And our, our tour is going to be happening in the Midwest starting mid-July, mid and that information is on our website. We have a tour coming to Florida and what's amazing is that Support After Abortion is sponsoring Viable so that the tickets are free. It's just come and enjoy and um, take part in what, what's going on. So Giselle, thank you so much for who you are inside and out and for your role that you're playing and helping to change our culture, truly. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you so much at Support After Abortion for partnering with Viable. Um, I'm hoping we're able to to uh, you know, go forth with 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 your organization and other organizations to work together because everybody has a role to play. So we can we can get the word out. We can get the support systems there and do what we need to do so that uh, everyone can have life. Amen. And so if you're interested in partnering with us and maybe bringing Viable to your area for your banquet, for your fundraiser, for an awareness event, whatever that might look like, please email Liz at supportafterabortion.com and she'll connect you with all the information and answer any questions that you may have. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to all that's to come with Viable. And if you want to know or connect further with us at Support After Abortion, visit us at www.supportafterabortion.com. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you or someone you know has been impacted by abortion, you are not alone. Contact us today at supportafterabortion.com. If you were inspired by today's message, we welcome you to join the conversation by following us on Facebook or Instagram.